Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 264. On this episode, we got some strange topics to talk about. It was a little bit of a strange week in the news side of things, but we're here to talk about some rumors for E3, PlayStation 4 and 5 news. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about Crash Team Racing, George R.R. Martin's possible um, action-adventure title, and some more Star Wars news right here on the 264 ridiculous, bro. <laughs> of Second Opinion <laughs> Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys, as I said, it's the 264th episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. I'm joined by my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, Bolts, what's up, bro? What's up, bro, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm great. You know how it is, bro. I, I mean... I don't. <laughs> that's why I asked. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really good, man. Uh, you know, loving life. Life. Loving the life of love and life. <laughs> <laughs> loving the life of love and life. Brought to you by the composer uh, of all things sexual, Bolts. Yeah, it is pretty sexual. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to jump down into it. We don't really have any video that games coming soon to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to jump into what you've been drinking, what you've been gaming. So, Bolts, what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? Man, I've been drinking a whole lot of nothing or some of this and that here and there. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> it's a little bit of a quandary of an I answer. Know. I know, right? Uh, as far as gaming wise, not a f- oh, man. I did I did uh, start Assassin's Creed Odyssey again, on, but this time on the PS4. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Um. And that's really it. Okay. Uh, oh, I I started playing Legends again. I'll I'll, I'll give it that. I started yeah. playing Legends again. So. Um. What what drew you back into Legends? Uh, that one game that I started playing. No, I just I was sitting. I was just sitting there on my phone. Uh, watching something the other day, and I was like, you know what? Let me just start playing this again. So did you download Legends back on your phone? Is it? Is yes. It, is it a little bit better after I, recent updates? It, it is. It is. And probably because I don't have as much shit on my phone, too. Yeah. So that helps. I know there for a little bit you said it was like crashing constantly. It was, man. It was like... And <laughs> <laughs> it may actually make that noise. <laughs> Sounds like a Snarlack dying. <laughs> And then it would crash. And then it would so. just crash after that long, drawn-out bolts death noise. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, well, gaming-wise, gaming I've been playing everything. Everything. I work for Sidlinks, and they've sent me everything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much, bro. Um, well, I've been playing Team Sonic Racing. I, my review is still uh, pending. I hope to get it done in the next couple of days. Um, things have just been a little... Uh, tight. I've been 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Get it right. Get it tight. <laughs> oh, I found you, Miss New Booty. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. But also, I've been playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, I, I, I'm going to say in a, kind of a brief way, I, I think I, they have definitely fixed everything about this game that was horrible about it. Outside of the character skins. Um, the... The game is just beautiful, dude, and it's still like cram packed with players. Like, there's never a time that I jump online in like the assault mode or the you know forty player battle mode or whatever that there's like not enough players to play. Like, there are still a ton of people playing this game, especially with the new um, stuff, which we're gonna talk about here in just a bit. But um, my biggest complaint is the um, the skins. <laughs> The skins in the game, it's ridiculous. Like, the price is still ridiculous on them. Like, you... What are we talking about? Like, in Battlefront 2, each oh, character dude, has... Shut up. Fuck each character dicks. has um, appearances that you can buy. But, like, for for rare or epic appearances, they're freaking, like... They're, like, 8,000 credits. Or 80,000 credits. What you can do is you can buy a current transaction. No, like, you can't even buy those. I you know. can't buy those anymore. I know. So, like, with them being that high... Like, you have to literally, bro, you have to sit there and play the game, like, hours upon hours upon hours upon hours just to get enough credits to unlock these characters. I'm just, like, when I started playing again the other day, I think I was, like, 13,000 credits is what I had. Yeah. And um, I'm just now at 20. So, like... Fuck that shit. It, it's stupid, bro. It's stupid. If... I think they should drop the price of all the skins. Like at the most, you should have to pay is like twenty thousand. I think you should like not pay at all. Should all just be free? <clears throat> well, all the DLC now is free, so all the DLC for Battlefront, like the storyline DLC and and maps and all that, was free. So yeah, well. But you know that's because EA learned their lesson. They did the same thing with Battlefield Five. So, anyways, but I've been playing a lot of that, um, and I tried to jump into a zombie match the other day on on Black Ops, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I oh, couldn't. You talking about Black Ops Four? Yeah. Uh, uh, are you gonna do what you said? Uh, yeah. I just haven't got around to it. Okay. Dude. Well, I'm gonna delete Black Ops today, and I'll I will download World War Two today. Hey, let's see if Sinlinks can send me a code. Uh, oh my <laughs> god, bro. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, this show is brought to you by Sinlinks.com, Second Opinion Productions, and Real Outreach. Make sure to head over to RealOutreach.com and check out the great stuff they do over there to help kids feel normal yet again uh, with all the stuff that's going on in their very strange, overwhelming circumstances um, of either living in foster homes or. Um, being sick, uh, try or Cinelinks and Real Outreach try to make these kids feel a little better by taking them to movie premieres and giving them, you know, popcorn toys, all this other stuff while they're there, and just make them feel normal once again. So definitely make sure to check out realoutreach.com if you want to donate or just check out the uh, latest upcoming event um, that is going to be thrown by this amazing charity. So. Gaming news, we're jumping right into it on this episode. The PS4 will be supported for three years after the PS5's release. 
During Sony's investor relations meeting, Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive, detailed the roles of the PS4 uh, and what it will play out over the years of the PlayStation 5's first few years on the retail market. The PS4 will be a key part of Sony's gaming strategy for three years following the debut of their next console. Sony will use the PlayStation 5 as a platform that pushes the bar for the most immersive gaming, uh, gaming using newer, higher-powered hardware to back it up such as proprietary solid-state hard drive. Uh, the PS4 will aim to provide players with a unique experience over the three-year lifespan of the PS5. After the release of the PlayStation 5, uh, this will not have the same graphical fidelity as the PS5 and performance capabilities, but Sony does plan on uh, plan to entice buyers on purchasing the PS5 by allowing them to continue playing uh, their PlayStation 4 games on the next console with backwards compatibility. Um, so, Bolts, uh, what? what do you think about this strategy? Um, the Another thing, too, this was... Um, uh, it's it's going to have a kind of immersive, like connected, intertwining, I guess. So, I mean, what do you think, bro? Um, in in all reality, I this is this is, I I know. If if you're gonna continue producing and and stuff like that for the PS4, then why even come out with the PS5? And and the only reason I say that is because. The PS4, the PS4 system itself is, is is a great system. It really is. It's it's hand, it's hands down probably, probably the one of the best systems you'll ever own or play and touch and, and all that jazz. Um, that's even going back to the PlayStation 2s and the 64s and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, I, I just if 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 you're gonna bring out a new system, then why? I understand all these people own all these systems. You know what? A hundred million people own a PS4 system. The way I see it is, yes, I know everybody wants the newest and the next and the best, prettiest thing. And yes, Microsoft is going to produce something. But Microsoft has got to produce something. Their shit for the past six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve years has been garbage. Yeah. You know, so Microsoft has to do something. PlayStation, you don't have to do a damn thing. A hundred million people own your consoles. Only 30 million people own an Xbox One. So they still need 70 million shit. E even if they come out with a new system, they've still got to sell 70 million just to catch up to you over the past five years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm really saying is the PS4 is still a great system. I don't understand why you gotta why you, why you're pushing out. I understand because Microsoft is pushing out there. So Sony's like, we've got to do better. Okay. Yeah. Um secondly. If if you're gonna produce another system, then in, in in my in my in my eyes in my reality, then you need to quit with the old system. It it, it just needs to be boom, dumb, cut and dry. Uh, because you're gonna put out the PS5. No one's gonna buy. No one's gonna buy the PS. I mean, people will buy the PS5, but the sales will not rocket until three years later down the road. Yeah. You know, because people still own a PS4. If you're still making content for the ps4 people are still gonna buy i mean buy their stuff for the ps4 yeah they've already they've already spent you know 500 dollars, 400 dollars on this system and all the accessories so you're gonna make them turn around you know it just it, i i don't like it as a consumer i don't like it okay because yes yes i, I can wait three years down the road and buy a ps5 and buy all of this stuff but 
I already have a PS4 that I've already spent all this bukus of money for. That is still a great system that you're still going to produce content for. So why should I rush out and go buy a new system? And it's just going to sit on stalemate on the on, on the shelves. Yeah. Because because the everyday consumer is not going to go out and go buy another system every time they get a chance to. Yeah. They're not going to turn around and drop four or five hundred dollars left and right and be like, <laughs> next month the PS seventy five. You know, it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. So so it, it, in my eyes, they're kind of nipping themselves in the butt because I tell you right now, if you know through the grapevine, you know the the the, the I, I, I can't think of his name. The head guy from Microsoft that leads it over Xbox. Um, Phil. Thank you. Phil it Spencer? Was, yeah, it was it was leaving my mind. Was, yeah. I don't remember where I saw it, but he's like, you know, hey, PlayStation 5 is releasing content left and right showing what their you know, what their system's going to be, but he's like wait until we show you what we got. Yeah. You know, it, it, it kind of it's like Well, it's rumored it's rumored that, you know, it's rumored that the, the next Xbox is going to be more powerful than PS PS5, but I mean, we don't really know but what is going to be? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that. No, but you know, you like. You're also. It's like you're talking about like content. Like he I'm, he already knows the shit they got in the, in their bag. Of it, tricks exactly because they they have had to do this. Yeah. Microsoft is just. I mean, I believe Sony is just doing this so they can keep up with the times. Yeah. So you know they're like Microsoft's new system. Well, let's put us a new system out. Let's throw all this wonderful gadgets and gadgets and guts and, and glory inside the system, mm-hmm. and and give y'all something big and beautiful and powerful. <laughs> And in all reality, they don't need to do that. Yeah, they don't. I, I, I really don't think they do. I, I I understand where you're coming from, and you know I'm gonna say this because because what you said, I'm not the everyday consumer. So like, you know, when the PS5 comes out, and you know, hopefully when the new Xbox comes out, you know, I, I'm gonna be buying them day one. Um, hopefully they'll come out at different times, and not the same same time. <laughs> um, but uh. I'm not the everyday consumer, you know. I I, I want the the best when it comes out, mm-hmm. the, you know, especially when it comes down to like consoles and gaming. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep my PS4 for like a year and a half, two years, and be like, oh well, I can just wait. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm gonna get a PS5. It's got backwards compatibility. I can transfer over my digital my digital games to it from what is being rumored, um, you know. So I it's a it's a strange thing because my thing is this, bro. Um, you know, and we'll we'll go ahead and segue into a another topic um, a little bit further down. Um, that is a, is a perfect segue for this. Um, my thing is, you know, the the relationship that they have with you know the 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 PS4 and the PS5. They want this to be a cohesive relationship between both of these consoles. You know, they want there to be backwards compatibility um, from day one. So if you do buy a PS5, you're not, you know, out in the shed thinking, "Well, what the fuck am I going to do with this now? There's no games to play." Um, so that moves down into this other topic that will also have more of my opinions on it. The PlayStation 5 can play with PS4 users using the backwards compatibility software that they're going to have in the PlayStation 5. So Sony's vice president, John Condra, or, or Codera, or whatever. I can't say his name right. I'm horrible. Uh, confirmed that the PlayStation 5 players will be able to play with PS4 players um, uh, through backwards compatibility. Unfortunately, 
few uh, further details on how and what to, uh, to what extent the two consoles will speak together has not been divulged as of yet. But he did note that cross-generational play is very important to the company, as well as keeping the tech in the PlayStation community as being uh, uh, at, as it begins its migration from PS4 to PS5. So first off. All these, most of these articles are through uh, comicbook.com and playstationlifestyle.com, so make sure to check them out. But with that said, it moves into the previous topic that we were just talking about, that I think that they're, they're, the thing is, is that they're trying to have, as it says here, this migration period from the PS4 to PS5 that they did not have with the PS3 to PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that was one of the worst things about moving from PS3 to PS4 is that they still supported it for a good chunk chunk of years, but it wasn't an interconnected network. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a PlayStation network, but if you played PS3 Call of Duty um, and someone else was playing PS4 Call of Duty, it was two completely different server bases. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a that's one of the main good things about this. That, to me, that's the only. I, I, I don't 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 I don't want you to understand. I'm not bashing the PS5 or yeah, anything yeah. like that. I, I think that, <coughs> like I said, this is this is this is a consumer out, outlook. As far as a gamer outlook, hell, bring it out. Let's play it so I can buy it. But as a consumer, as far as the money the, the money that has already been spent to some most of these people who own what they own, okay, you're talking a system, probably a headset. Three or four controllers, depending on what they do. You know, there's so many games and so on and so forth. Yes, I know the PS5 will be backwards compatible. And I'm sure, possibly, that the controllers will be able to work for both systems. You know? that That's another aspect. You yeah. know, if, if people own... And four, I'm sure that'll be a quick work. Exactly. That somebody could do easily. You know, an update or something. But but the fact of the matter, if you own three or four controllers, that's $200 right there. Out the fucking window. And I, I'm not... It's just... Well, yeah. And, you know, you you make a good point. That would actually be something for Microsoft and Sony to think of if you had a system that you could use the previous system's controllers with that. Because... I know a lot of people that own PS4s and especially Xboxes that have a ton of controllers. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember whenever you were collecting your controllers when you had your Xbox One when it first came out, like, you had a shit ton. So, yes. like, if you move into a new console and you're able to just use your controller easily and connect it in the same exact way that you did your previous ones, that would be a huge bump, bro. Like, I mean, that would, like, you know, it would kind of hurt Sony and Microsoft, but if if you do it the right way, then you know consumers will still want to buy new controllers whenever they're launching. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So you say, well, you can use the new PS5 controller that has you know a touch pad on the bottom and top or whatever. I'm sure it's going to be some crazy shit like that. Or you can also use the PS4's DualShock 4 on this system, or you can use the PS5 controller on there. But some of the stuff is limited. You can't use all the touch pads or whatever exactly. else. Exactly. So. Um, with that said, uh, moving back into what I was talking about, that I, I think that the way that they're doing this, I think it's a great way of segueing and migrating PS4 users to the PS5. I think it's going to be way better than what it was with the PS3 and the PS4 because like it was like two com two different communities. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like there was no connectivity, there was no connection. There was nothing. I mean, it was just like, hey, you got the PS3, you got this shit, and then, you know, PS4's got, you know, different servers, so you can't play together. So, I think there was one game that they had the ability of, like, playing PS3, PS3 with PS4. 
I can't remember for sure, but it wasn't every game for sure. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, and it, right. I mean, having the ability of, you know, like let's just say with you. Let's say I go out day one and I get a PS5 and you wait on it because you, like day one you get an Xbox. Mm -hmm. But you still have your PS4. And, you know, I have World War II and I'm like, fuck it. You know, I want to play World War II. So you want to jump on World War II? And you're like, yeah, sure. And I could play World War II with you on the same exact network. I mean, that's a great selling point right there. No, it, it is. I, and But I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm just I, saying I just, like my I wouldn't point. go buy a PS5 just for that aspect. No, but like I'm buying a PS5, you know, because I'm a Sony fanboy. Like I know I think it's going to be a great console. I like the fact of it being backwards compatible. I, I hope that we get more details very soon. I hope that they come out in there. I mean, I'm hoping when they say backwards compatible, they're going to say you can use your entire PS4 digital library because if you can't, that puts an entire huge market of their market of their user base, you know, out to pasture. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's like one of their biggest things is their digital sales, and um, you know, I, it would make it, it would be really stupid for them not right. to do that. No, I, and I understand that completely. But we're beating this topic to death, I'm sure. But. Um, but I understand where you're coming from too, Bolts. You're saying more or less like you would think that if they would just come out the gate and say, listen, uh, you know, you the network for the PlayStation 4 is still going to be up, but we're not making more games for it. If you want to play these PS5 games, then buy PS5. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think that's it should be pretty much cut and dry at that point. Yeah. I understand. So, all right, uh, moving on to the next topic. Star Wars Battlefront 2 Siege of Kamino update adds new map to the Capital Supremacy. The latest update for Star Wars Battlefront 2 titled The Siege of Kamino has dropped. It brings a new map to the game's Capital Supremacy mode, a bunch of balance changes to heroes and villains, a complete rework of the targeting system within Heroes of Villains mode, improved AI in the offline arcade mode with the addition of a voiceover will and a level cap increase uh, up to a thousand and some more bugs fixed. So this is a huge update. This isn't every update that's listed, but I mean, this is a huge update for the game. And this is what I was getting at earlier. The game should be bought. If you are a Star Wars fan, you really do need to play this game if you have not played it yet. And I would wait because they're talking about doing, uh, I'm sure with E3 right around the corner, PlayStation is going to do their E3 sales. With um, with Star Wars being showcased at E3 and all that stuff, I'm sure they're going to do the same exact thing. So my thing is this: I think that um, stuff. I think that stuff like you know Star Wars Battlefront 2 is going to have a huge discount, and I would definitely see it probably being around 11.99 for the game. So like you could wait until the week of E3, buy Star Wars Battlefront 2 for 11.99. That's a fucking amazing deal, and I can even say Bolts will agree with that. I mean, for the game that it is now, if you've never played it before, for it being 11.99, all the content you get, you get a huge ass story mode. You get you know, all these maps, all these characters playable. I mean, first person, third person mode, beautiful graphics. Um, if you have not played this game yet, I would definitely suggest playing it now because the community is still really big on it. Um, and also, they, as what they said, not only did they add a new mode to it, but they did just add two new heroes and villains. They added um, uh, Count Dooku. They are added uh, General Grievous. They also added um, Anakin Skywalker. So 
Um, and, and they added some new looks for some of the characters. Um, they do have the the Han Solo skin, and um, uh, they have the main skins from the Solo movie um, that you can you know unlock in the game and all that shit. But that's just me, man. I mean, I really like the game. I've been playing a shit ton of it, especially on Heroes and Villains. There is nothing better than having like four heroes that are all Jedi. And yeah. then having like four Siths. Like the other day that happened, I was Luke. Someone was, uh, oh, who was it? Someone was Yoda. Someone was Obi-Wan. And then someone was Rey. And then like most of the times whenever I get into those matches, there's always like one person that's got to play as like Captain Phasma or, you know, fucking Boba Fett or something like that. Yeah. Well, they showed up and they had Darth Maul. They had Sidious. Uh, Sidious. Uh, they had... Um, uh, who else? Count Dooku. And then they had Darth Vader. And I was like, yes! You know, outside of the Emperor, the Emperor doesn't have a lightsaber, and I wish he did. I wish there was a skin that you could choose to where it was like the Emperor right before he was shocked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he had like his purple lightsaber or red lightsaber, whatever the fuck he had. No, the purple lightsaber was... Um, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Which, for some reason, they want to come out now in the Star Wars one and be like, Mace Windu was one of the most powerful Jedis at the time. I'm like, bro, he got fucked up. Whoa. They whoa. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Mace Windu singly hand, handled... Oh, I know, I know, but listen. The, the only reason... No, 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 the I only know. Reason he the lost. only reason is because fucking Anakin. You know, I totally agree, but okay. I just wish they would have dived into his character more. Like... Fuck man. Well, that, that that that's all backstory. There's books on all kinds. I know. Yeah, I I'm know. gonna have to look into it because they do have books. Like, I don't think Mace. I don't think he died instantly. So, I mean, we can just go back and look at it, right? Like, well, I mean, I can. I'm sure. I don't know if you're gonna go with me. Like, we're gonna sit in the living room and have like a like a no, campfire. I'm no, like, we're not. one night, Mace Windu woke up from his shock. <laughs> we'll do it in the backyard. We'll have s'mores. I'm good. Yeah, I just said goodbye or something, bro. Bro, you don't want to do that? Come on, man. Like, are, are we naked? If you want to be, whatever. We're talking about Mace Windu when we're naked in the tent. Um, all right, so with that being said... BBC, bro. I'm excited about all that, man. I mean, I, I'm excited for... I'm excited for everything. I really hope... Like, bro, that would be so crazy if, like, Mace Windu was still alive. Pops up and rises the Skywalker or something. That's way too big of a. He pops happen. up, motherfucker. Right. He pops up. He's like, "Where's Tony Stark?" I'm like, "What's Finn, going on?" Finn is actually like his grandson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's like, "What the fuck? You got a, you got a British accent, right?" <laughs> like that's the reason why he was able to hold a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I remember whenever that happened, he was holding the lightsaber. Everybody's like, "Come on." It takes Jedi's years to train to swing a lightsaber. Perfect balance. All right, so uh, pretty awesome news right here. We're super excited about this. Cyberpunk 2077 developer continues to tease big news for E3 2019. It's a bolt. Yo, what's up, dog? Dude, this is my game, bro. This is the game that I've been waiting for. You know, you, you go through those decades where you wait and you wait and you wait. And then... You want something. I want Cyberpunk 2077 like Bad. it's something else. Um, th- this will be the big game, I think, of E3. You think it's going to like it's gonna be like game of E3? I, I, I do. Just because, I mean, you're going to have your Halo, which is going to be big. You're going to have Gears, which is going to be big. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, come on. Those are franchise games. Of course they're going to be big. They yeah. have a huge following as it is. Yeah. But 
other than basically, basically The Witcher, this is this is CD's new next big thing. Mm-hmm. And from what we've seen and read and and touched and felt and sensed and licked, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. This is going to be like something that's going to like you're going to use your entire body upon. I'm, I'm telling you, I will take a vacation so I can play these play this game. Okay. Um. Actually, I can't because it'll probably be during peak season. <laughs> and I'll be busy. But and I'll be playing it right. But <laughs> this this game right here is 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 the. It's the game. Is the game. The only thing, like I said, the only thing I can see that can trumps this. I don't even say, I don't even think anyone think it trump it. I think it can kind of maybe like get on the same line. Right. But. It's going to be something from Bethesda named Elder Scrolls Six, And that's just because Bethesda is so big with such a huge following over so many games. Yeah. You know, CD Projekt has The Witcher. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, but The Witcher is an amazing, an amazing, an amazing, and, and and has a has a has a grand following of itself. But this is Bethesda. This is Elder Scrolls. This is what it is. Um, if if Bethesda can can announce and show even a remotely 15, 20 second video, something small gameplay, I don't care what it is. That is yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. It will trump anything at that at that conference, um, unless unless. Microsoft announces Fable Four. I'm just still, <laughs> you were so waiting I'm, for that. Bro. I'm, I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna get announced. It'll, it, it'll I can see it being announced when they if they announce the, the new Xbox and they show gameplay footage of whatever the fuck they put in that Xbox running this whatever the fuck they're baking. It you know I just ah, so many great things, but Cyberpunk 2077 is my game. Yeah. Of E3, and I, and I already know it's gonna be. Um, well, the CFO of the company was quoted saying... The chief financial officer? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Did, is he financing He something? obviously is. Oh, yeah? Uh, he does say uh, the, this is going to be the most important E3 uh, in the group's history for us. We have a, a tr- uh, we have a truly exciting lineup and cannot wait to present it. For the first time in history, we will actually be showcasing Cyberpunk 2077 at our public stand. So they'll be showcasing it. They're going to have a public booth, which is going to be awesome. Um, and then they also did say uh, the development of this flagship game, Cyberpunk 2077, is proceeding at full speed with over 400 uh, people currently involved in the project. In the first quarter, the group spent a total of like $6.5 million US. Um, it's like $25 million PLN. Uh, but then after the, um, with the technologies, the balance, research, and development, I think they've spent a total of like $264 million PLN, which I think is roughly around like 50 to $60 million mm-hmm. in US. I may be wrong on that, but like this is big, bro. Like I'm telling you, I'm so freaking excited for what is to come. I cannot wait. I can't wait for us to check the game out at E3. Because it... And I am... Most of the times, like, you know, I, I agree with Bolts here and there. Um, but I'm in full agreement with them. I think that this... Unless we get some crazy, like, surprise viewing of the next Elder Scrolls game. Um, I think everyone else is going to have great stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, even Fable. I think, wow, okay, cool. That's going to be Fable. But, like... If they show off some gameplay, and from the way they're saying, like they've completely restructured the game from what they did last year, they're like, "Hey, you know, it was good, but we can do better." Well, one, you one know what big, I'm saying? Like the, that right there. Right. Like, well, one of the biggest things about the, the the past fables that was like on the 360 and stuff like that, 
the the stories from game to game really didn't follow. Yeah, and and I think that's one of the things they want to build is 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 a, is a three game franchise. You know, yeah. um, if they can follow the same thing that like what Microsoft and Bioware started with Mass Effect decision making from here to here, yeah. I think that'd be really awesome. Oh, I, I totally agree. But you know, it's like what you said. I think I think Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is definitely going to be one of the best, if not the best, game of E three two thousand nineteen. Um, so with that being said, we're also going to be talking about some more E3 stuff right here. A new Simpsons game may be announced at E3 2019. Jeff Keighley and the Entertainment Software Entertainment Software Association announced a special E3 Coliseum 2019 panel uh, with the producer and writer of The Simpsons promoting specul- or prompting speculation that a new Simpsons game will be announced during the show next month they say next month but actually you know what's really crazy it's only like 12 days away i know dude which is nuts bro it's so nuts man it is like really creeped up so um to kind of elaborate on this i'm excited about this because i've been a huge simpson game fan for quite some time bolts not so much i mean it just wasn't really his stick you know what i'm saying yeah no even watching the show i didn't i didn't ever really get into the show itself yeah I was pretty into the show for for quite some time. I've kind of got back into some of the newer episodes, but Simpsons Hit and Run was obviously one of the best games in the series. I mean, it was so fun. It was such a a crazy game. It was like a mixture of like an exploration game with Crazy Taxi. It was so nuts. Um, Of course, you know, Simpsons Arcade and like Virtual Bart, they were like really cool games. Virtual Bart was awesome. Played on the Sega Genesis um at a friend's house one time and i was just head over the hills dude like it was basically like all these crazy ass dreams you played as like a pig version of bart and all this stuff (laughs) running from butchers and um and then last one game that kind of stuck with me a little bit more than i i expected to was simpsons tapped out which was a mobile game that basically is where they kind of got the idea from or kind of got the idea for the new, or not new, but the Family Guy mobile title to where you can do all this shit. That's how this was. And, like, you could build your own, like, custom Springfield and do all this other stuff. It was heavily microtransaction-based. But I was all about that game when it first came out, dude. I was playing the shit out of it. But I really hope they announce something new. Um, I think that I'm a huge Simpsons fan, and I'm thinking maybe... I actually think what they're going to do, and this is just me, I think they're going to announce, maybe show off the first trailer for the new Simpsons movie, um, like a real small teaser, and then show the full trailer off at San Diego Comic-Con, which is in July. Um, And then also, you know, of course, here they're going to announce that there is a Simpsons game coming that's going to be based on the movie or something like that. I don't Hmm. know. That's just me. to, To me, the Simpsons need to go away. Nah, bro. It's gotten better. It's uh, gotten a lot um, better. But you've just never liked the Simpsons. I've never liked them. This is like a lot of people they don't they don't understand why. But like me and Dara are huge American Dad fans. Like I, I love, love American Dad. I love American Dad. I love American Dad ten times more than I do the Family Guy. Like Family Guy used to be funny. Now it's just kind of. But American Dad, where Roger is like the best character has ever been created. <laughs> I love the fish. Oh, the fish too, Klaus. Like yeah, he was doing those on those newest episodes. He like. Shows Francine drop a tomato. He's like, ha, epic fail. And he like <laughs> scoots out of the kitchen. He has like a GoPro. And they're like, are we going to follow after him? Is that what this episode is going to be based on? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, I'm, 
I'm excited, of course, for E3, but I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what, uh, what The Simpsons has to offer. Um, so next up, Call of Duty 2019 will be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare and will be inspired by the controversial no Russian level in Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty 2019 or Call of Duty Modern Warfare is going to, is said, uh, reported, basically, rumor-based, but from what they're saying, the people that have commented on this, this is for sure going to happen. This game will be a soft reboot of the series that will focus heavily uh, on heavy and troubling realistic emotions, uh, very much as uh, the well, very much as the controversial no Russian level that was in Modern Warfare 2. So this is all the details we have about it as of now. Um, there's no word, like Activision will not have an active booth there. They will be talking to the press, um, and I think maybe they're going to showcase something at E3 Coliseum. They're going to showcase a new trailer, <coughs> or the first trailer, but I don't think gameplay is going to be shown off. I don't think we'll be, I don't think we will see gameplay, uh, until maybe a PlayStation event, or I don't know. They could change things up because I'm also hearing there's some rumors saying that this Call of Duty will not have um, timed exclusives. It will be like if DLC launches, it comes out to PS, PS4 and Xbox One the same exact time. Um, there won't be, oh, we'll get it on Xbox or PlayStation. You can get, you know, this skin or whatever. It's all going to come out the same exact time. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm ready for Call of Duty to be cross-platformed no oh, me too bro i totally agree I, I think that it's something that uh needs to happen and like as as you have should have already before, happened yes exactly it should have already happened i mean it's one of those games that is too big of a game to to not already have this going on you know what i'm saying like yeah and and if if microsoft and sony is is where they're at and talks of yeah colluding together yeah then this needs to happen like immediately yeah i agree bro i totally agree so <coughs> um and you know it's it's like what you said before like with okay well first off with this with this being a soft reboot i'm gonna say this i'm like so over the industry dude i'm so over fans I'm so over people complaining about shit constantly. Like, I saw people, like, big-name industry people that are journalists and shit. It was like, no joke. The new Call of Duty is going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I couldn't help but laugh. Why? Why? Because they they decided to use the name Modern Warfare. What's that other game called? Oh, wait, wait, wait. God of War. They did that. Um, you know, what are those other ones? A uh, Hitman. They mm -hmm. did that. Uh, come on, bro. Like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, for real, there were people online on social media complaining and bitching because Call of Duty Modern Warfare was going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare instead of Modern Warfare 4. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Like, let something come out and let's base it off of what it is first before we jump down its throat. It's just like Shazam, bro. All these people. All these people shit on it. It's like, look at the costume. Look how horrible it is. God, the gra it looks just so bad. Guess what? It was a fucking huge hit. Same thing with Captain Marvel. All these people were trashing on it. Oh my God, Brie Larson. She's such a feminist. It looks like such a shit movie. It was a great movie. They did an amazing job on the movie. I mean, well, listen. Let's say, let's say this. No, 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 listen. 
Let's but, say this. You fucking Pop-Tart eating piece of shit. But I have a different views than what you're talking about. I know, about. but like, okay, like, I'm just saying like Shazam was a fucking hit. I mean, it was a hit, bro. I talked shit about Shazam before it came out, and I went and saw it, and it was better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. So, like, what I'm getting at is, like, us jumping on something before we even get a, give it a chance is so fucking dumb. I'm so over it, bro. Like, I mean, okay, Call of Duty's name, Modern Warfare, as is. So what? It is a soft reboot. And from what is being said, everybody at Activision is super excited for what they're going to showcase. So obviously the game is going to, the game is going to feel like old school Call of Duty yet again. Yep. You know, I'm excited. I know Bolts is excited. I fucking loved Modern Warfare. And if it is anything like Modern Warfare 1, 2, or even, I'll go as far as even saying 3. And, and 3 was the worst of them all, and 3 was still pretty damn good. Yeah. So, I, Modern Warfare 2 was by far the best. Oh, God, yes. Um, You know, but, and they're saying what's crazy about it, too, is in the, in the, the rumors and the supposed, like, serious leaks. They're saying that modern. This is going to be a soft reboot. I think it's going to have a new story. It's going to be very, very. Um, it's going to be very serious story mode, and also in the multiplayer, they said it's going to be a culmination of some of your favorite maps from Modern Warfare One, Two, and Three. So fucking yes, please. Mm -hmm. That's going to be awesome, dude. I am so so fucking stoked for that. So. You know, like like I said, bro, it's just it's it's irritating to to hear people bitch about stuff constantly. Who are you telling, dude? So, all right, guys. So we're gonna move into our music minute, and this music minute is brought to you by our good friend, Hip Hop Gamer. He did a uh, track whenever Dark Siders Three came out, and this is his uh, his version of his, I guess, a hype track for Dark Siders <laughs> Three. It's fucking awesome, bro. You're really gonna like it, Bolt. Uh, and I do want to give a shout out to Hip Hop Gamer for letting us use his music on the show. So definitely make sure to check him out. Follow him on you know Twitter, on Facebook. He's been a good friend of the Second Opinion uh, Productions crew for quite some time. Whenever we come back, we're actually going to be talking about some THQ stuff that has to do with Darksiders. Uh, and then we're going to talk about many other things that have to do with E3, um, Game of Thrones, uh, Crash Bandicoot, and much more right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. It's coming. I know you feel it, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Check it out. They never should've let me in the game Warpath became furious Body everybody for out of body experience I'm on another level the devil couldn't exist in it Seven deadly sins told me why, why so serious Fear the fury, kill the jury Everybody get like I'm killing attorneys Looking to burn me, never could hurt me Never could ever could beat me or serve me Early only witness to the gameplay when you play with this Dark side of riders, better get it poppin' Watch apocalypse realness So sinister, cynical, surgical syllables Ripping you, the feeling of killing is winning Uplifting your funeral, then bury your body, you beat 
You breaking the spiritual, but visual, seeing demons, they condition this critical and visceral. All war, back against no war, murder from any angle, there's no escaping your downfall. Downpour, pretty the blood that's in me is fiery and it inspires me to kill everything that's a lie to me. God shot, bring fear to my enemies. I just want to see you bleed. Welcome to the dark side. It's my passion to kill the beast. I murder everything I see. Take a walk on the dark side. Triple six won't be enough. I paid the cut to call your bluff. I'm in love with the dark side. And now it's my turn. The greatest way you die is when you burn. Final fight, face off, fatal fury to finish you Welcome to Revelations, this boss battle was biblical Last breath, I smell it, now you know it's the end for you Seven deadly sins again, now it's time to get into you Massacre and disasters, blur don't matter Splatter him or her, get the fastest fragment Fashion, search, see the maggots, mass and maggot Hurts his madness, making mine for the taking Raging war, now it's war that's awakening Love me, hate me, haunt me, face me You never be the one to come and race me Boy, boy, take a moment to process Monster on the track, lyrics equal to bomb threats Consider this a warning, preparing to get the Bomb said, I'm ready for whatever you're not ready. So, for next, for best, if you think you're getting this victory, my mental is lethal, like heaven, see through, like ability. My level is maxed out, unbelievable energy. Time to face fury and put it into the enemy. Bring fear to my enemies. I just want to see you bleed. Welcome to the dark side. It's my passion to kill the beast. I murder everything I see. Take a walk on the dark side. Triple six won't be enough. I paid the cut to call your blood. I'm in love with the dark side And now it's my turn The greatest way you die is when you burn Dark side Alright guys, we're back And uh, I want to give a big shout out to Hip Hop Gamer For letting us use that uh, song Bolts it's a pretty good song, right? It was, man. Yeah, it was pretty it was. great, man. Hip hop does most of his own lyrics and all that stuff, from from what I'm guessing. So my boy, hip hop, has always had you know the talent of not just you know being an awesome, opinionated gamer, but the talent of music in his ears. So make sure to check out his other songs. Hopefully, over the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to get with him. Uh, maybe we can get him on here while we're at E3 and talk about some stuff as well, some audio bits from my dude Gerard. So uh, definitely make sure to follow him on social. Media. So speaking of Darksiders, another E3 rumor has been placed. New Darksiders and Destroy All Humans will be revealed at E3 this year. According to rumors, THQ will be revealing a new Darksiders game along with a new Destroy All Humans game next month at E3 2019. One of these games uh, is said to be a new vision on a beloved franchise which suggests a remake of sorts. This is Source from comicbook.com, so make sure to check them out. But I, I am, uh, there's part of me that thinks that maybe we're not going to see Darksiders because it says, it says in that quote, <coughs> a new vision for a beloved franchise. I don't know. Maybe, maybe with the, with the reviews for Darksiders three, they're trying something new with Darksiders four. You thinking that? Uh, possibly. Um, the, the entire Darksiders franchise <laughs> has been a letdown for me. What? Um, it, I, I, but I look at it as a biblical standpoint. You know, the first Darksiders had that kind of had that dark demonic, but it was still, it was still kid friendly in my opinion. And Darksiders two. And Are Dark you talking S about like the art style? Yeah, and stuff? yeah. I, it was too cartoony for me. I wanted biblical proportions of of hell that was basically on Earth. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wanted. You're saying you wanted something that was like way more gory and way yes. more serious. Yes. You know. Bro, this is I, I'm gonna agree with you on that. I think that it could uh I think that it could take something really um really serious, you know. I 
to save the franchise, I think something serious like that could actually really help. Because Darksiders 3, the story was great. Um, uh, and Fury, I think, was a great character to play as. But with that said, I think that the game still could have been better. It, it didn't have that biblical proportion that I was looking for. And if, and if, you, if you've read any kind of lore on the Four Horsemen, I mean, come on. I mean, you, you have death. You have, you have war. You have, you know, it's just, it's what it is, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It's 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 the, the full horsemen of the apocalypse. I agree. That's what the fuck they were. Yeah. And I think, uh, like, um, I think that that would actually be really cool. Uh, with it saying a, a new vision on a beloved franchise, maybe they're trying something new because of, you know, the, the poor reviews or even the poor feedback from fans. Because I think that the game was great, but the technical problems were just, there was too many. There was a lot of times I would just walk into a level and it's like, it was completely white. Mm-hmm. Like the floor, sky, all the surrounding areas were just completely gone. And I would have to, comp- like, I would have to literally restart the level just to get it to pop back up. Um, and it's small bugs like that, but you know, it just really took me out of the game. So, um, Although the story was great, I wasn't the biggest fan of the previous um, t- the previous game, but there were still good elements in it. With that said, Destroy All Humans, uh, it's been some time since we've had one of those, uh, and this r- supposed rumor leak or whatever, it says, a long-awaited return of a, a galactically beloved franchise. Now, what's great about Destroy All Humans is it was just straight-up fucking fun, bro. It was one of those fun, quirky games, a lot, yeah. a lot like um, Oddworld. You know? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Uh, it, it was it was like Grand Theft Auto with aliens. Exactly. Like you know, you exactly. could just go and do whatever you wanted to. Um, you know, being able to like be, beam up cows in your ship and go around and just attack people. And That's I it. love destroy all humans. And speaking of that, I actually have it uh, as a as a PS2 classic on my PS4. I may re-download that and play it. Um, He's probably not, y'all. I'm probably going to on my next. You have all these other games that you have to play. Have you finished law have you finished, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey yet? No, I gave it to you. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'll probably actually try to see if I can play that and do it as like a hype to E3 uh, gameplay session. But I'm excited if they announce something like that. You know, a, a new Destroy All Humans would be fantastic. And speaking of classic franchises, Psychonauts is set for a Psychonauts 2 demo at the E3 Coliseum with Jeff Keeley and also two amazing people, Tim Schaefer and Jack Black. What do you think about that, Bolt? Psychonauts was a fantastic game. Um, and with Jack Black being there, I don't know if he's just there for Jablinski Games. <laughs> um, Which is a great YouTube channel if you haven't is, checked it yeah, out. Yeah, we just watched the, the latest episode and it was you know it was just them doing rehearsal for tenacious d but still i mean it's it's fucking fucking hilarious um but uh you know i think i think that um psychonauts 2 is a fantastic series um do let me ask this do you see psychonauts 2 being an exclusive on any one console i I, I don't know uh psychonauts the first one ended up being a xbox original classic yeah um I i think the second one will be on both systems and that's done, I'm pretty sure it's done by Double Fine, uh, which is Tim Schafer's company. Uh, Double Fine Studios, it's been a while since they've really had a big hit out of the park. You know, they, they had, what was it, Trick or Treat? Yeah. Um, and Trick or Treat 2, which was pretty fun. Um, and then they had the other one. It was, oh, my God. I was, like, right there on the tip of my tongue, the little indie-style game. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it was really, really 
unique and fun games um, that has always come from Double Fine. But of course, um, you know, with Jack Black being there, especially working with Double Fine before with previous titles, I think that there is some, I think there's some really big um, possibilities for this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I know we're kind of burning through these, but uh, I kind of want to get down to uh, a couple of little topics at the end uh, before we get to the end of the show. George R.R. Martin confirms that he is working on a new video game. Uh, back in March, it was reported uh, uh, that a, cl- a certain game from From Software that is going to be a the biggest open world game they have ever created um, is in the works. And it is said that Mr. Martin is involved in this project of making a non game of Thrones related title in an expansive open world style universe. Um, so with that said from software being behind this game bolts, um, this rumored title, do you think, um, do you think with Mr. Martin being behind it, do you think that this could be something good? It could be. Um, I know. I know a lot of uh, like writers of fantasy stories and of novels and stuff like that. Series have put their hands into the video game storyline and stuff like that. Uh, the biggest one I could think of was was R. A. Salvatore. Um, he was the lead writer for Kingdoms of Amalar: Reckoning, um, and it was a it was a big, big, big letdown. And R. A. Salvatore, you know, he's he's a huge, huge fantasy writer. I mean, his first his first series, uh, Star Wars: The New Jedi Order. I mean, sold 15 million copies for crying out loud. Oh, he wrote that. Yeah. So, oh, damn. So, so he he's had it, and he went in there and wrote a script for this game, and it was just lackluster. Now, George R. R. Martin, I, I don't necessarily think it'll get that far. He is an extra added spice that will only generate better things for that game, I believe. So, we we shall see. We shall see. Um, I, I, I just, I, I hope it doesn't matter because From Software makes fucking great shit. Yeah, they do, bro. So, and th- they haven't had a letdown yet, in, well, in, in my opinion. Like, you love Sekiro, right? Oh, fucking, it was amazing, man. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And speaking amazing. of that, definitely make sure to check out Cinelinks uh, next week, Cinelinks.com or even twitch.tv forward slash Cinelinks. I'm going to be doing some live streaming, or the, the live stream team is going to be doing some live streaming. And we're going to be giving away Sekiro for the PS4. So it's going to be part of our E3, uh, Road to E3 live stream events so definitely make sure to check us out on twitch.tv forward slash cinelinks either wednesday or friday around 8 p.m uh and we should be giving the game away so that's a pretty big thing right there secure for free on ps4 um so but like what bolts was saying i think i think it could be good but there's always a possibility of it not being good because you know from software really doesn't need any help i mean shit bro like bloodborne I know for sure in my books, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 are by far some of the like fucking craziest games I've ever played. Um, and what's nuts about it is, what's nuts about it is like I still have yet to beat Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. Like Dark Souls 3, I got pretty far into. Right, right. Bloodborne is just fucking difficult. It just it, it tests your patience. It really does, but it's a beautiful game. I mean, both of them are just beautiful. The art design and everything was just fantastic. Weapon design on fucking Bloodborne is crazy, dude. I mean, that shit is just fucking bonkers. But, um, you know, with Martin, maybe we're going to get some type of medieval title. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never so, know. It would be cool. You never know. Um, 
Also, moving into another topic, which is pretty fucking awesome. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled Adventure Mode. Uh, details have been revealed for this mode. I am super excited. Beanox co-studio head Tom, Thomas Wilson had this to say. Uh, in bringing the Adventure Mode back, we had to hit all the elements that were made special in the original. The challenges are the same as the original. There's a trophy. Uh, there's trophy races, boss races, relic races, token races, and the gym cups. Characters are back like Crash, Coco, Cortex, Polar, and more. Uh, it's also said that uh, the thrill of earning new characters like Ripper Roo and Pinstripes are still a huge part of the game. Instead of earning the boss characters like the original, players will now earn something with every win of a race. Players will be getting new cart parts, characters, skins and cart customization items with every victory also players will earn the boss characters immediately after beating the bosses instead of having to earn them going through the gym cups which is a huge fucking win i am super excited for this game um and kind of like getting me hyped up for this game is team sonic racing um you know i talked about it before but i like i'm really loving this game bolts like i really do i really like this game i think it's really fun um, I think you had asked me before too, like if there was any extra characters yeah. uh, in the game, and I don't think there's any DLC characters. Um, which kind of I don't know, maybe. Well, I guess I can understand because you can only go so far with the characters. Like they have a good chunk of them. Well, yeah, but you, you know, you can you can add enemy characters and stuff like that, different cars. Yeah, I mean, come true. on, it's just like it just, drive as one of the crabs. Yeah, you know, it just it's just different aspects of the game. I mean, come on, you get to drive, you get to fly as Boo in Mario Kart. Oh yeah, true. So, but I mean, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe in the long run with like more updates, maybe they'll just do like free drops for characters. Oh well, you yeah. who knows. You're like, that's probably not going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but ta uh, Crash Team Racing looks really fun. Um, you know, I'm sure you and me will play it a good chunk, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. So um, uh, so next up, this is pretty big for you, Bolts, right? Like sure. You may be excited for this. Yeah, that's um, It is official that a script is being written uh, for a Knights of the Old Republic movie. For those of you that are not, sim uh, not familiar Star Wars and Knights of the Old Republic is set 4,000 years before the events of Star Wars A New Hope. During the period of war between the Jedi and the Sith, players are uh, are protecting the Republic from Darth Malak uh, and come to the aid of the Jedi Knights. The script of the Jedi Knight, uh, of Knights of the Old Republic is being written uh, as a potential first installment in a trilogy. Um, it is also said, just to be clear, this would be a separate trilogy from the trilogy that is being worked on by the creators of the HBO Game of Thrones. So, Bolts, um, being a Knights of the Old Republic fan, do you feel... Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up? That's, that's all I can say. Um, going from video game to the movie world... Is in my opinion is is, is um, almost an impossible is almost an impossible task <laughs> yeah. because <coughs> you're trying to you're trying to go from a, a video game which which if, if they make a movie about a video game because it, it, it's usually something that has spanned over quite a few games so you're talking hundreds and hundreds hundreds of hours of storyline <laughs> and character building and, and you're trying to put it in two and a half hours it just to to me it's 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 a failure from the start. So, Ooh. we shall see. We shall see. Well, my, <coughs> my thing is this, bro. Jesus Christ. I haven't coughed barely any in the last, like, three days. And, of course, I start coughing whenever I get on the podcast. Um, my thing is this, bro. Like, 
I think it's a good thing that it's going to be a trilogy, and it's not going to be like a one-off, like Rogue One. I or... still think it's tough. I'm just really I, I, because okay. Well, Even if they make like each each movie like two and a half hours long, you're still you're still trying to fit fifty hours of gameplay and storytelling in two and a half hours. It's just like. If hell, even even the fucking video game Doom was all the movie was the first yeah, one. Yeah, but there you was know? a difference. But still, but, I, but okay, then I'll go with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you know well, what? My thing is this though. My, this is my thing, and I, I I totally understand what you're saying. You're talking about like, but but this is my thing though. Like each one of those, I know you're shaking your head, bro. But li- just listen, bro. Each one of those movies are one-off movies. You will not see any more. Like, they're coming out with that new Doom movie, but even the developers, like, id Software came out and were like, we have no connection to that. We're letting them use the IP or, you know, the, the, the name Doom for their movie. You know, with the Assassin's Creed film and the, you know, Doom movie, they were like one-offs. Like, you put a shit ton of stuff in the movie that there was a lot of things in that movie, even in the Assassin's Creed movie, that I thought was okay. Like, it was but, just okay. But, but see, that's the thing. If... They're not making another Assassin's Creed movie because the first one was was it was it was bad. Well, maybe it's just going to be set in the universe of the Knights of the Old Republic or around the time, and we're only going to see a certain amount of characters. I, I still think you're I, I because I you I think you're you're stretching it regardless of <laughs> regardless. Of, of course, I'm stretching it. You fucking piece because, of shit. Because regardless of the fraction you take from that world, it's still another 10, 12 hours of the game. Yeah, I agree. So it's just I I don't. Uh. I don't know. Fuck, we'll see. But I, I'm I'm excited for what is to come of the Star Wars universe over these next, you know, ten to fifteen years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's some big plans for it. So, um, all right, guys. So that's all of our news. Our last topic of discussion: What will Sony do after E3? Would there will their skipping E3 hurt the company? So bolts. This is so far, to be honest with you, like with what we have, what we have planned and what we have lined out to to see at the showcase with Sony not being there, this still seems like a pretty big E3. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to have Bethesda, Bandai Namco is going to show off a lot of stuff. (coughs) There's supposedly, supposedly a really big rumor that there's going to be a full on playable demo of Final Fantasy VII at E3, and then after the event, it's going to be released on PlayStation Plus for PlayStation Plus subscribers to play the game. Um, then, like what you had said, there's always a possibility of seeing, you know, Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, um, oh God, what is it? Starfield. I always say Skyfield. Starfield. Then you got Cyberpunk 2077. You have Halo. You have the possibilities. Well, and you, like you want to know why Sony doesn't have a presence this year? Why? No exclusives. Are you talking about like new shit? What yeah, what, what what exclusives do they have coming from up? What I, I'm talking exactly. like I'm talking like their main exclusives. The, from from listen from from what large sources are saying. Last of Us Two and Ghost of, to- of Toshima will launch on PS4. Yes, but the, but they but they will mainly be a PS5 game. Well, how do you? But I'm just saying. Let's just say this. Let's just say Ghost of Toshima, like they, like in July, Sony's like, oh, you know, we're having a fucking thing, blah 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 blah, and then they come out and say Last of Us Two is coming out November, Ghost of Toshima is coming out in December. Okay. Once again, I will tell you this right now. Whether those whether they announce this in their own little separate whatever they're going to do after E3, yeah, guaranteed 
those are those are big big titles. You're Hands saying they're listen. also going to come out on PS5. No, no, I'm just telling you those are big titles. But I can almost guarantee you that if Bethesda launches something on Elder Scrolls, Microsoft says something about Fable, Cyberpunk 27 and 7, fucking Final Fantasy 7, Gears 5, Inf- new Halo, come on. Those two games don't stand up to what those are, so they've got to separate themselves to make it look bigger than it already is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I got. I get what you're saying. You're yes. talking about that's the reason why they're stepping away from the E3 platform because, and having because, their own because they don't have the Days Gone, <laughs> they don't have the God of War, they don't have God of War alone is just the title that you you cling to. They could have yeah. done a whole press conference at E3 and God of War, and everybody would have fucking loved it. Yeah, and would have blown everything out of the fucking water. Mm-hmm. But they don't, Last of Us, Last of Us is a, is a big title. I'm not saying that. It goes to Toshima too. I think Ghost of Toshima exactly. is going to be a huge title. But I, I totally actually, yeah. like, I, I totally agree with you. I yeah. see where you're coming from. You're saying in the aspect of like, I don't think it's going to hurt them because of how big their sales are. But I think it's just going to be different. And it's going to be strange because like, I'm thinking that if maybe in like July or August, if they're like, hey, we're going to have our own little press conference thing, they're going to show off like exclusive gameplay of the latest Call of Duty. They're going to show off some maybe um, maybe exclusive indie titles, and then they're going to show off, I think, they're, I think The Last of Us 2 will launch this year, and Ghost of Tsushima will launch like quarter one of next year, or maybe uh, quarter guess, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're going to show off like exclusive gameplay and this and this, and then maybe say... Um, you know, a little comment about the PlayStation 5 and be like, we'll talk more about it next year in April at our, you know, PlayStation 5 reveal event. You know what I'm saying? That's, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. They're just because because I, I tell you right now, I, I don't know what Microsoft has planned, but I'm telling you right now, they're going to come with guns blazing. And Sony has to separate themselves to make their stuff look that much good. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. Bro, and I'm going to tell you right now, because, like, we're talking about the Sony Xbox thing. Like, I think this partnership they're doing is going to, I don't think it's going to be this groundbreaking, like, hey, let's no. merge our companies together. It's going to help both of them. It's going to get both of them money in their pocket. And it's going to help build the, help create a better infrastructure on online cloud-based gaming, which both of these consoles are moving into. I think the next Xbox is going to have a huge cloud-based gaming platform. And I think with the help of Microsoft, they're going to do the same, like Sony's going to do the same exact thing. Same thing with Nintendo. I think Nintendo is building their infrastructure um, on, you know, online gaming or cloud-based gaming or whatever. But like what you said, like the way you said it was like, perfect bro like they separated themselves from e3 not because they wanted to but because it was the best way to preserve what playstation is trying to push across which is because they have a lot of competition this year they have huge competition because i'm telling you right now bro i'm so fucking stoked i'm so excited you know that we got invites to the xbox press conference because last year you know it was last year was not even close to what this year is going to be and i was so stoked to be sitting there watching this event you know play out this year is going to be fucking huge like the biggest press conference that xbox has ever hosted the you know the most game reveals i'm thinking that we're going to get like a shit ton of stuff and i'm telling you right now it's like what you said bro i think we're gonna we're gonna see you know halo infinite gameplay we're gonna see gears of war 5 gameplay you know and then i think we're gonna get big reveals that I hope maybe are possibly fable um, and even bigger fucking reveals than that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, um, but it is a, such a smart way of saying it, of saying like, you know, Sony distanced themselves because they were like, listen, we made a lot of money with the PlayStation 4. Everything is great. We're doing financially good, you know, but this is the downhill slope for this the PS4. is exactly the PS4 is in its last couple, couple of, you know, years. And we need to really focus on starting up our hype train for the PS5. You know, we need to have our own little event, maybe showcase some gameplay from our two exclusives that we're really focusing on. Three exclusives. I apologize. I've been leaving out Death Stranding this entire right, time, which right. I don't think Death Stranding is coming out until 2020. I, I don't and they're so like secret, late 2020. They're so secretive about that game, you can't have any hype behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think like, you know, Ghost of Toshima, from what we've seen, and even Last of Us, bro, like Last of Us is on, it, on its end finishing cycle right, right. Ghost of Tsushima I think is the same exact way I think that we're going to get those games in the next physical year um, even if it is on the PS4 I think they're going to be optimized for the PlayStation 5 as well yes. so um, but it I'm like so impressed I, I love you so much bro like for <laughs> real dude like this is why we're brothers because you said it so perfectly that I've never I haven't thought about it like this yeah. like they they were smart you know, it's a scary thing because they've been at the they've been at the event since it was inceptionalized or conceptualized. It was like, hey, let's have this big ass expo for people in the industry. Yep. You know, and then they were like, hey, huh, it's really fucking pricey just for two games. So, how about we not do that exactly. and we just do our own fucking exactly. thing? So, um, guys, this is the two hundred and sixty fourth episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. We love you so much and we really Thanks appreciate Thanks for tuning in guys. Yeah, we really appreciate everybody uh, for tuning in. Um, what's crazy is that we only have next one week. more episode yep. until we go to E three. Yep. Um so we're gonna have another episode that will be uploaded on Sunday the second and then the next episode you hear will be be from E3. Yes. We're going to do one uh, at our hotel room during the show um, or after certain events or whatever. We may do small little sporadic podcast uh, as our like reaction to the, you know, press conference or, you know, EA play or whatever, you know? Right, so right. Um, we're excited. Uh, me and bolts are very fucking excited. For oh, E3. Hey, I get to work from LA. We ain't gonna be doing that much. You, you're you're gonna I have, have to wake to up at fucking two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, but I'll get up that early anyway, so it don't matter. Yeah. But anyways, guys, make sure to check us out Sentinelese.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators. Also, make sure to check us out on twitch.tv forward slash Sentinelinks next week for your chance to win Sekiro Shadows Die Twice on the PS4. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Peace out, guys. Peace.